Welcome to Relative Reaction, episode number four. Hello, hello. As always, I am one of the co-hosts here. My name is Travis. I am Mama Bryn. And this week, we are here on episode number four. We have officially dun, dun, dun. hit the one-month mark of making these. Yeah. Four is the smallest composite number divided by one and two. First, smallest one like that. Four of Jupiter's moons are actually visible from Earth. Huh. Four stages of enlightenment. And as we all know, here in the English language, we oh, often say the four-letter word, <laughs> referring to several of our swear words. <laughs> so, now that we have all of that good now of the way... My husband says four-letter word is wife, but I'm just saying. I've heard it as snow, too, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> as always... Go ahead, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Yep, yep. We are wherever podcasts can be found here in the next couple weeks. We'll actually be coming out on Spotify as well. If you go on Podbean or anything, you can just look us up. We're there. Do subscribe. Yes. Remember, please give us some feedback in our yes. Facebook. We love the communication. We really do love talking to everyone. And don't forget to rate us on uh, when you go on to the podcast. If you rate us, then we get up higher and the yes, higher if you we go get on itunes and and just leave a comment i don't care if you do it like a, a written instagram right. and you tell us what you had for dinner that is good <laughs> if you rate us one star say you suck i hate your voice that's fine that still gets me seen that's all i yes need. that's still I, a rating <laughs> those ratings and those comments they really do help boost us on the itunes and allow other people to see us so that way we can get our word out there but if and, you do write and say you hate my son i might have to slice you yeah I'll, I'll let that pass as long as I can get higher <laughs> up on iTunes and I can get more out there. Someone's bound to like me, I figure. We do also say go ahead, uh, hit us up on Twitter, yes. Facebook. Like I said, we really do love the communication. The iTunes oh, yeah. thing is more of a business-related one. We just mm -hmm. need that to be seen. But the Facebook and Twitter, that is, is personal. We want to make you our family. This is, you know, relative reaction. We're all talking about being relatives and want our reaction. We want to make this one big happy family of listeners. We truly do yes. want your feedback. And, uh, to we start need our kinfolk to start writing. Yes, to start this week off, I mean, we have something very important, very dun, dun, special. Dun. Yes, I have an update. Now, y'all remember the story I did about Terrell Owens? Mr. T.O., he wasn't going to go to the Football Hall of Fame for the team. He wasn't going to go because they didn't treat him right and they didn't vote him in. So what they decided to do is leave his name completely off of everything. Really? Yes. He will not be introduced. His name will not be mentioned. Now this was, is this for the National Football Hall of Fame? Yes. Or is this for like a, the 49er specific? No, or? this is for the National Football Hall of Fame. Wow. So they're just straight up going to... I believe it's he, in Canton, Ohio. Is he still going to be part of the Hall of Fame? Like if you were to go to the Hall of Fame in a year... Are you going to see his name there, or are they just not even inducting him? Now? I don't know how many votes it takes anymore. I can't remember. I should have looked it up again. But you only get so many votes to get put in, and he has been un he has been up twice and not voted in, which is his whole problem. So. Okay. So, like, does he still get inducted this year, though? Don't know. Wow. Don't know if he will or not. It all depends on voting. And their voting system, you have to look up. It's kind of weird, but most um, of the Hall of Fames really are having an awkward system. You yes, they have to get voted in. Times they can right. be up for the ballot. You have to and you have to have this money percentage of vote. Every sport seems to have a different version, and it's all kind of 
what do you what do you think about him not being mentioned though i mean right now to me it sounds more like just a pissing match right exactly what i was thinking that's kind of where i'm going with this it seems like you know they're just being high school girls fighting you won't come to our party then we won't talk about you i i think he deserves to be mentioned is he being a butt lick right now sure but he deserves to be mentioned because he was an integral part of the team. True. However, if they're, if he's not going to show up and he's going to say, I don't want anything to do with you, I don't think it's wrong for them to go, all right, then I, I don't think have they should to do be the us. bigger people and say, yes, Terrell Owens was part of the, an integral part of the team, but he's not here, you know. I think it's overall a pissing match. However, oh, yeah. I truly think that if he wants to throw such a big fit and make a scene and an article about how he's not going to show up because he doesn't feel like he is deserving of just the third mention, not right. the first mention of first time through. I think they have just as many rights to go, well, if you don't feel that way, then we don't feel that way either. We're trying to be nice, say, hey, you did amazing. We want to recognize you. You don't want to be recognized. We won't recognize you. I just think because of what they stand for, they stand for the great football players and the great football teams. Well, like it or not, he was damn good. So I think he deserves to be mentioned. That's just my opinion. But that was our update. Very dun, dun, interesting. Dun. I'm kind of, I, I can't believe that update came out so quickly. And I can't I believe know. they had such a, a reaction and yep. just backlash out of it for yep. both They sides. were like, not going to mention him. Fight. Wow. All right. That is, wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm very shocked that that was the... Because I did not know about the update before, and I'm surprised that was their reaction to it. I truly, truly am. Go ahead and kick us off with the first uh, topic of this week, though. Yes, I will. Welcome to episode four. And my story is self-made. What? Yeah, it is. Okay, this is all about Kylie Jenner. I am not any Jenner fan or Kardashian fan by any stretch. Kylie Jenner is on the cover of Forbes, and it reads underneath her picture... At 21, she's set to be the youngest ever self-made billionaire. I was like, what? So I had to look up self-made in the dictionary because I'm like, how can she be self-made? This is exactly what the dictionary says. In quotations, because you can't see my little quote marks. Having succeeded in life unaided. End quotation. Now, how do they get she was unaided? I'm trying to figure out where unaided comes in at. When your parents are loaded, exactly, they're already on the cover of everything. Right. The only reason any of the Kardashians became famous to begin with was because of Bruce Jenner, right? And her, Kylie Jenner's success was due in part to her privilege of having the Jenner name. Yes, if you ask me. Well, I, how else are you going to just be known immediately to these higher executives? Exactly and to these scouts that are already, you know, that are, don't scout out the little people. You You're already have this following, from... so you go up to a company and say, I'd like to, this is my makeup line, my perfume line. You already have a following, so they're going to be like, oh, all right, sure. Easy money. I can throw yeah. it on. I want to get more people. Right. And I want to know how much of the makeup line and the perfume lines or whatever else she has out that she actually created and mm -hmm. didn't just say, I want to put my name on one. Now, Forbes defends their, their uh, cover magazine. They defend it saying that she founded her makeup company, so she qualifies as unaided, which I totally disagree with. I don't care if she founded the moon. Does she know how to spell the word debt? Exactly. I, I, I have a hard time believing if you start a company, you can't spell the word debt that you actually were unaided. I, I so am against this. Not that I could care less about her being on the cover of Forbes. It's not like I subscribe to Forbes magazine. 
But to say it was unaided, to say that she is self-made is I bullshit. Find this, I find this very hard to believe that she could be self-made. I want someone I'm from I'm thrown in the town. yellow flag. That's all I'm saying. I want someone from small town America. I want to go up to an executive and go, hey, I want to make my own cooking utensils called Travis. Yeah. They're going to laugh in my face. Yes. I can have a prototype of one that I specifically made. Right. And they're going to laugh in my face. Now, say you do that same thing and you were, uh, we'll just, uh, you love Alton Brown. Say you were Alton Brown's son and you go up and say, hi, I'm Alton Brown's son and I'd like to, I'd like to produce this set of knives. Now, are they going to take you serious? They're definitely going to have a lot more conversations. Than exactly. I'm not even going to get in the door. Right. Because to get in the door, you got to have appointments. This, that. I'm mm-hmm. going to call them on the phone and go, hey, can I make an appointment? They're going to go, no. Right. I find it very hard to believe that you're self-made if you can't start from the bottom. Now, the funniest part of this entire story, she's worth $900 million, which is why they say she's on the road to being a billionaire. People are actually donating money to her and her makeup. So that she can become a billionaire. They're literally giving the rich more money so they yes. can be considered a billionaire. Yes, yes, and double yes. What the hell is wrong with people? That just, I, I have a zero for that. <laughs> I'm in awe. I am astounded that people are this damn stupid. If you have extra money to give away, I'm thinking Kylie Jenner is not your first choice. No, why would you not use this as, because every community has a poor side. Exactly. Why would you not want to go help someone that, oh, I don't know, is trying to make a hundred bucks that doesn't right. have a hundred dollars to their name. Or, instead of someone that has 900 million and go, oh, they want to be a billionaire. I want to be uh, a thousandaire. Yeah, exactly. Where the fuck is my money? Dollar air. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I was astounded. Why not give the money to some kind of research somewhere or something, anything? This reminds me a lot of, when Donald Trump was doing that, I just took a small loan out of $14 million or whatever it was. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of the similar stupidity of the statement. Oh, it was just a small million of, or a small loan of $14 million. It's like, the, oh, I was self-made. I founded the company unaided. It's the exact same concept. I You're agree. saying daddy didn't give you a little bit of money to go ahead and start mm-hmm. that? To get, get you shut up for a little bit? And your last name had nothing to do with it? Your sister being... Um, what the heck's her name now? Kim. Kim. Yes, thank you. Kim Kardashian Married had nothing. West, yes, that, that had nothing to do with it. Your daddy being a big-time lawyer who defended OJ. Oh no, that had nothing, nothing at all to do with her makeup line. I, I don't understand <laughs> how that could be self-made. I don't understand how people can, how these these celebrities and these famous people, these rich people, oh. can try to act like try to get a sob story. You're not going to get a sob story from me. You've never lived paycheck to paycheck in your life. And you look at Forbes as not only a stalwart magazine, but you look at Forbes as being studious and, you know, they care about the bottom line, the money, and that's what they're all about. And they're oh, defending her. I read many Forbes articles yes. because for business purposes. And they I are defending do. her by saying she's self-made. I don't see how at all they're getting see self-made. I just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand how that fits the same definition that's in Webster. No. I truly don't. I also don't understand how you can add into that saying, well, she was unaided. No way. I don't way. understand how she can claim that. No way. I get she founded her own company. Right. That does make you an entrepreneur. No matter how much money you have started, you are now considered an entrepreneur. I would consider Kylie Jenner an entrepreneur. Right. You started your own business. That is true. 
That doesn't mean it was unaided. It doesn't no. mean that you were self-made. It doesn't. Okay. It means you got daddy to loan you a business. That's a big difference than unaided. That's a big difference than self-made. That's to not me, the a, a self-made millionaire or billionaire, somebody who came up from nothing and built an empire. Yes. Like, oh, we'll say Bill Gates. Oh, that was the exact person I was thinking of. He's self-made. Starting in garages. and Exactly. Yeah. Quitting that. college, starting in a garage with some friends. That's self-made. That Kylie is self-made. Jenner, not. That is unaided. That is starting from the bottom, working your Thank way you. up. That is self-made billionaire right there. I'm just saying there's so many young girls out there who are going to look at this and be like, I can be like Kylie Jenner. And I'm not saying they can't. But they will be for real self-made. They're not going to have that step that Kylie Jenner had. Oh, they're going to get a wake-up call when they go to just start something right. and see how much it costs. Yes, exactly. Because it's not a, a nickel and it's Nope. It's a lot of money to start a business. Yes, it is. And that's just a start. That's not until you start seeing profit. That's not until you can become a billionaire. Your first few years, you're still broke. Yeah. You owe money. You don't have money. They say it takes, what, five years, three to it five depends years on the business. or something? Three to five years is average for most businesses to start seeing any kind of return in profit. Right. You'll still be in debt with loans, mm -hmm. but you'll start seeing, uh, you'll be above the green line, but it depends on the business as well. I'm some just, can be a little bit quicker, some can be a little bit longer, depending on what you're what you're doing, what your business is, what the My bottom is. line to this whole episode is, what? That's it. That's my bottom line. I can't even argue that, because that is, <laughs> it, I am truly flabbergasted. Yes. By the fact that people agree with this mm -hmm. and that people are dumb enough to give her their hard-earned money. To, give to make her no, no, a billionaire. No. That is bullshit because what is she going to do with that money? She doesn't do any charitable shit. Hell no. It's not like you're giving it to and her. And if she does do charitable stuff, you can guarantee everybody's going to hear about it because she wants them to hear about her company doing charitable stuff. So you go and buy more. Yes, it's all a bit, it's a PR stunt. Exactly. Speaking of PR stunts, so this kind of rolls perfectly into my next one, which is actually uh -huh. a, a listener recommendation article or topic, I guess I should say. Okay. And that is the IHOP or or IHOB or dun, dun, dun. IHOP or whatever it is now. Oh, did you say where you got this episode idea from? Yes, I actually got it from one of our listeners, Larry, your husband, actually, as a matter yes. of fact. Yes. He did write our in. Our first listener shout yes, out. Yes, he did actually write in our email and actually say, hey, I have a great idea. He was out of town for a week. Yep. He was like, I've been reading all this, these stories about IHOP, and then he's back, and now they're IHOP, and now they're IHOP again. Yes. He's like, I think y'all should really do a clip on it. And so I gave it a little, little look into, and I found quite a bit of information, you know, just a update on everybody knows the basic of the story because it was so big and so oh gosh yeah, so blowing yeah, up <laughs> so everybody knows a little bit of the basic but we're just yes. gonna kind of do an update on it um and kind of do our own opinions of the whole i h o whatever fiasco <laughs> I, hope, I hope so we all know that about oh, about a month ago now they changed yes. it you know they had the revelation of it's going to be a b what's it going to stand for everybody's thinking breakfast right. brunch burgers a couple of days ago, they announced that they're changing it back to IHOP, that it was just a publicity stunt. <laughs> so they truly did basically the, oh, JK, just kidding, guys. Don't <laughs> worry joking. about it. Not only did they do that, they're giving away 60-cent short stacks on July 17th from mm -hmm. 7 to 7 for their 60th birthday. And they do because, that And according to their Twitter account, they say, that's right, IHOP, we'd never turn back on pancakes, except for that time we faked it to promote our new burgers. <laughs> That was their literal uh, uh, tweet. I love it. From I Twitter. I love it. 
So whoever their PR guy is is awesome. So Erica Hope ninety six replied back on Twitter. Okay. With quite possibly my favorite reply that I've heard from this entire thing. To be honest, just feels like when you're in middle school and you express an unpopular opinion and everyone hates you for it. So you say, "Lol, JK," so you can still be invited to the next sleepover. <laughs> that, like in my it. opinion, is the best response that there is to this. Yes. That is my best. I like concept it. of everything that's happened. But there was more to it. People were wondering, well, what did this did this truly help their publicity rating? Did this truly help them? Well, stocks. We'll get, we'll start with stocks. These are all off the NASDAQ. Yes, that's always very important. For the last year, so I went back, I did a year, I did a month, and I did five days. So we kind of see their overall where they were trending, when this kind of started happening, and right. over the last five days of what happened in when they changed it back, if it helped or if it adjusted it at all. Well, they, last year this time, they were at mm, roughly 48.5 okay. on the NASDAQ. Right now, uh, as of my last check before this podcast, we were at 71.8 on the NASDAQ score for IHOP. So it's up from a year ago. Oh, yeah. But did that change before or after oh, this fiasco? okay, okay. A month ago, they were at about 76.8. They did, around June 25th, hop up to almost 83. Oh, yeah. So, like, right after it happened, their NASDAQ and their stocks did kind of go up some. You put that the mention of their name in people's head, and suddenly people are like, hmm. I could go first. Well, like I said, right now it is back down to 71.8. So there's been a lot of change in the last month. Got it. Now, over the last five days, it has went from about 72.4 to the 71.8. Got it. So in the last five days, it's went down again about half a point. So as you see, if it is, I don't know if it's done anything good or bad yet. And I don't think we're ever going to know until another year passes and we can do a three-year check increment. Right. See where they were at a year before the fiasco the year of the fiasco and a year after and see everything that happened corresponding with it. But as of now, it looks like what it has done is it definitely shaken their stocks up. Oh, yeah. It has definitely made them go drop, spike, drop, spike, drop. So I don't know. Like I said, I, I can't tell you exactly where it's going to land them in the long run, if it's going to help them or if it's going to be more harm than good. I think it's going to help. But I know right now it's definitely wavering a lot over the last month. Their PA, PR people wanted people talking about the new burger line. Well, guess what? Everybody was talking. Everybody. Whether good or bad, they was all talking about it. Okay, that being said, if you look on their, I can't remember the exact study or whatever it is. It's, they basically do restaurant reviews. Okay. They essentially take everything as a whole and they give you the rate of it, the rateability oh right like how do you do as a restaurant as far as your pr as far as your consistency your quality your pricing they take everything into account as a franchise not as a specific uh, establishment but they take it as franchises and kind of give them a rateability thing uh that has actually went down during this Early. that has went oh. down a little bit during this so their stocks may have come up a little bit and went down a little bit and they're kind of you know fluctuating well, but they don't seem to be dropping too that. much but the rateability is going down. Huh. So where does that play into it? My personal opinion of this whole thing is I think it was stupid. I get the PR stunts. You're going to do PR stunts as a business, especially when you noticed a year ago they were at 48.5. They were dropping. Right. They were losing business to other breakfast establishments. No one was now remembering the name IHOP. Everybody's do breakfast. doing a breakfast. Right. So we knew they were on a downslide. Mm-hmm. And I know you had to do a PR stunt of some sort to help yourself. 
and that's any franchise ever. You're always going to have PR stunts. Why do you think commercials are so big as far as trying to be funny and catch a certain age demographic because they're trying to catch that demographic they don't have. They want to get out. They want to get the word out that they want to do a PR stunt. And this isn't just IHOP. No, 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 no. This is every business. This It's a marketing strategy, and you have to market yourself. I personally I have to market believe... myself as a podcast right. uh, entrepreneur now right. to get my word out there. There's always marketing. However, I think there is a line when it comes to PR stunts that go from funny or oh that works or ooh that got your name out there ooh that made us you know a shockwave and then there's this line of just stupidity and i honestly <laughs> think this is just dumb i don't think it was no. funny i don't think it did I good i disagree how many people though even though the word is getting out there and bad right. you know i believe it was an effective publicity stunt however how many people do you know that actually went to ihop because of this because I know zero, and I actually asked but before I made this story. It put IHOP in the of minds people. of people. So now when somebody's saying, hey, I'm going to go out for breakfast, where you want to go? IHOP is in their mind now because they've heard about it and read about it so much lately. So I personally believe it was an effective publicity stunt. How many of your friends have went to IHOP in the last month since all this started? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't could tell take you, a I honestly, poll, but... I honestly did ask multiple people before I did this uh -huh. over the last three or four days since we got this in none of them have been to IHOP not a single person I asked and talked to has actually been to an IHOP in the last month I'm and one there's of one right people... here in town so it's not like it's a drive there's one right here in the town we live in I don't know I'm one of those people who believe who believe that just having your name out there is good for your business like just people having it on the mind even if they're saying what are you doing changing IHOP to IHOP what you know when I was a child the only time we went to IHOP is when we were traveling it was like the traveling place yeah that's kind of like what we use you know Denny's yes. your IHOP your Bob Evans Wop Wop exactly. all kind of like those traveling places because you know you can get whatever at whatever time exactly whenever time you wake up you can get a breakfast I believe it was effective that's just a personal I don't think it was effective and I know that their stocks are not a telltale sign. Yeah, I know the rateability right. went down. Not by much. We're going to have to do a, a an update on this. And I agree see, with because that. Because I do. I believe it was an effective publicity I just – I don't see how – I could see there being effectiveness in doing a giant publicity stunt and making something so over the top that people have to talk about you. Right. And that is smart and that Everybody is wise. was tweeting and writing and Facebooking and all about this. But I don't think it's done anything for the business. If you drive by the IHOP parking lot, it's still empty I'd have to disagree. Here. It's still been empty, and all it's done is made certain people backlash at them and go angry and go the opposite way of I'm never going, which I also think is too extreme. It doesn't fucking matter. It's still pancakes. Yeah, and good ones at that. They're all right. Oh, They're I not like bad. pancakes. I don't dislike them. I, I definitely would never, you know, turn down We always go on Veterans Day because they give your dad a, a stack of pancakes free. I just I don't understand the – I think it was too much of a publicity stunt. I don't think it was funny. I don't think it was – I didn't think it, I don't think it, it's going to work. I, I truly don't. I think if anything, it's going to hurt them more in the long run, at least over the next, we'll say one to three years. I don't know. After that, I think, I don't their think it'll PR matter. It'll be just funny. <laughs> no, I think it was one of the dumbest PR stunts I've seen in a long, long time in the past. I truly do. I don't think it was wise. Yes, we are just going to have to agree to disagree. Well, go ahead, and what else are we talking about today? <laughs> All right. For number two, I have nightmare or dream. Kitchen nightmares. Remember that reality TV show? And I think it was in 2004 or something. It was finally off the, the air. Were. 
But I know exactly what show I used to watch all the time. I love Gordon Ramsay. Well, yeah, Gordon Ramsay was the, the head the chef, years and for it. he would go into places and tell them what was wrong and how to fix it, and give them like so you know a limited amount of time, and you'd fix it all up, and it would be perfect afterwards. But yeah, now that him. that show is some people did not it went. right. Now that that show is over, people are coming out and saying. Guess what, folks? The whole thing was fake. They said there was six major points that people had been had said about this. One, of course, is Gordon Ramsay hams it up for the camera. Of course, and I, but I, don't I believe doubt that that's true in anything. That's part of TV, even reality TV. Exactly. You're it when uh, you watch one of those reality shows with all those young kids. It's always the squeaky wheel that gets the most TV time. Oh yeah, it's so it still I has get to that. Be watchable. I don't think that's, like, necessarily fake. So he hands it up for the camera. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what made people watch this show. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted to see the explosion. Exactly. Number two, the kitchen staff was actually actors. All the people they had helping, all the kitchen staff, they were actors. Like when they went in there for the nightmare or that? Yes, when when they went in there. No, when they went... Uh, all the people he had helping, saying this is a star cook, and he's going to help you learn how to cook these few okay, little so things. Okay, so like his staff that yes, he brought in. Yes, they're all actors. I find that hard to believe because he's a he has so many. That's what they're saying. Well, chefs at his restaurants, and he has five star Michelin. Oh, I'm sh- no doubt. I have a hard time believing that none of those people would be like, "Yeah, I got you, Gordon. I'll help you out." Just saying That's right what in my neck of the woods. They're saying how this was fake. And they said the kitchen staff was actually actors. And number three, most of the food, when he went in to try it, remember how he'd spit it out or go throw up or be like, oh, this is garbage. It's now coming out that the food wasn't that bad, that he was he was well, playing it up again. for a long again. time, too, and not just with his shows, but with all these ones that they try to go in. They right. taste the food, and they all like, that is the worst I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe it's the worst I've ever had. Now, I will say... Spitting it out? Okay, you're a, a high-name chef. That doesn't surprise you that they spit their food out. Oh, no, that's not surprising. I could Wait, see spitting I don't think food. it yeah. means that I bet you it was bad enough to merit that. Right. Do I think it was the worst thing ever in making you It sick? wasn't up to no. his palate. But I agree with the fact that, yeah, he probably did think that, uh, no, I'm spitting this out. I'm not going to know. Right. So there was that. And then number four, they said the owners were told beforehand to argue back with Gordon. They were told uh, to, you know, to whatever he would say to kind of offset it. See, I don't agree with that because not all of them did argue back initially. Not all of them, but a lot of them usually had that one person that argued back. Correct. And I'm not saying they didn't go Now, I watched this say, show, so I'm not saying anything about it because I liked it. I'm not trying to say they weren't told to make it hammed up a little bit as well. Right. But I don't think the yelling back, I think that is their livelihood, their business, and they don't want to come to the realization they're in that denial phase of my place but is But maybe shit. it was for their business. They're like, hey, you want all this help? You know, be a little testy when it comes to Gordon. No, I don't agree with that. I think he got under their skin. I don't think that was a fake testy. And I, I think know. he honestly gets under some people's skin because they hit your buttons on purpose trying to wake you up and show you you're going to you're gonna lose your business. They also said that the only time the owners actually spent with Chef Gordon Ramsay is when the cameras were on. If the cameras were not rolling, Gordon Ramsay was not there. That is what they said. Cameras were off, so was Gordon. Chef Gordon Ramsay. I don't feel right calling him Gordon for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Ramsay, yes. Yes, I just don't feel right saying Gordon. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that might be more true. 
because mm-hmm. he does have a team that's coming in and right helping them. Learn He's obviously things. not picking up the bar stools and the tables and the chairs all yeah, on his own. All I'm, I'm not saying here. that. I wouldn't expect that. So I don't that find that hard to believe, but I know many owners that aren't ever at their business either exactly. unless something's going on for the day. Right. They also said that most arguments between the employees were made in the editing room. Like one employee said something kind of bad about another employee. They would make sure to edit those together so that it looked like there was a little bit uh, hey, again, rippling in the water. That's making it watchable. Exactly. That's again, that's TV. That's, that, that is what you pay the editors so much money to yes. do is to, okay, here's all the footage. You want people to view next minute, week. Yeah, compile it into a 60-minute show for me. Right. Come back when you're done. So I guess my question on this is should reality TV be actually real? Yes, 100%. And I don't – I've yet to come to the conclusion that this wasn't real. You don't think it was? Even with all these – what are they are saying is facts. Half of these facts I agree with, and I don't think it makes it any less real. And half of them I don't agree with. Okay. I don't know if I agree What is the response from the producers of Kitchen Nightmares? Well, I didn't find any responses from producers. Most of the responses were from those who were actors who were the kitchen staff – or the people that they, you know, quote, rescued from this kitchen nightmare. Okay. So they were talking to previous owners of these establishments. Right. Now, none of them, by the way, had a bad thing to say about Gordon Ramsay. You know, none of them were like, oh, he's such an ass. None of them were like that. Well, no, he's actually uh, uh, honestly a Yes, funny they guy said the it, the funniest thing is that he has quite a good sense of humor, and you wouldn't expect that from him because when they show him on TV, he's always promoted as this yelling screaming cursing man but they said he has a an, a tremendous sense of humor i can tell you in the kitchens i work in because i i think it's one of the reasons i like ramsey is because i can get that attitude as well and this is another reason why i have a hard time believing if it's fake or not is because i have a good sense of humor humor is the way i deal with a lot of things i like to make people laugh i like to laugh right. i like my music i like laughter those are two things i love and those are two things i always have in my kitchen i always incorporate in my kitchens but I will tell you this, when it is rush time and people are fucking up, I get that Gordon Ramsay anger. And I will, I have thrown things before, I've yelled at people before, I've made people cry before. I'm not trying to say those are all great things, I'm not trying to put that on my resume, <laughs> but what I am trying to say is I do understand the idea of that flip when it's rush time and people aren't keeping up. I, I do just... understand the concept of that flip and that switch that goes off from, okay, no more fucking around, this isn't play time. Why is shit not getting done? I get that. I agree that things are really happening on this show when it was it was on air, which I like. I said I watched it faithfully. Oh, I, I loved it, yes. it, but I don't believe it was real. So you don't think it was real at all? No, I think there were parts of it maybe that were real. Like, did they actually help this business? Yes, but was it for TV ratings? Yes. I don't really believe in reality TV. I don't. So you I, don't think I there's am... any reality TV out there that's real? No, I don't. I really don't. I what believe. What about something like The Amazing Race? I believe most like of that is staged. Like a game show reality, just because it's a different style Twinsies. of reality. Sorry. <laughs> I just use that as an example because it's a game show reality. It's no, not. It's that a was another one I watched reality. faithfully oh, yeah, for I'm many years. It's a different style of reality. Do you think something like that is more? I don't factual? believe so either. I think they try to get. I think it's more about TV ratings than it is about real. I think when the cameras stop, they're like, "Hey, do this, do this, do a little bit more of that, a little less of this." And you'll place higher on the race. I know that I was reading an article, and I don't remember much of it now. This is probably about two months ago I was reading this. Mm-hmm. Over several of the Discovery Channel shows, 
of which ones were actually real and which ones were right. fake real. And it was really interesting. Like I said, I wish I remember more of this a couple months ago. I don't even know if I could find it now. Well, they're saying like HGTV, almost every show on there is fake. But it was just a really good article because it went through and I think it had like 20 shows that listed off. Mm-hmm. And it showed, yeah, I'm almost positive it was 20 because it was 10 that were fake and they showed you why and how and they showed right. you 10 that were actually, no, these are actually real shows. This reality is, this is the reality. So it was just an interesting concept of showing you which realities are fake, which realities were real. And they used Discovery just because they had so many realities on there. Right. So that way they could stick with all of one channel and show that not, it was all the same style. Mm-hmm. You could tell they weren't picking and choosing. They just went with Discovery reality TV shows. These ones real, these ones fake. I just don't think there are any real shows out there. Even those, isn't it Discovery that has like the Alaskan people and yes. all those? Those aren't real. No, most of them are not. That's I what can I tell you I that just for a don't... fact is now someone that's even been to Alaska and been through some of those areas. Yeah, I just, I don't believe reality TV is real. I don't. But I know some of them are like the Alaska Highway State Patrol show. I think that's the name well, of it. Whatever that one is. That one is a real one because I actually know um, I my think father-in-law that one's lives probably about real to an extent. from one of the state troopers. He lives about three houses up from one of the state troopers that's on the show sometimes. So I know for a fact that's real because he's, he's openly talked to them. I think most reality TV is based in for real life you know but it it's just so much it has to be at least based by the time it. they water it down i don't think it's real anymore i That's think some just of it person. is and i think some of it isn't i'm not disagreeing with you in the sense that i don't think all reality tv shows are 100 percent right but i don't think they're all fake either i really i do i think there's maybe more I'm fake uh, ones than real ones but i do think there are real ones out there maybe um I'm, i don't know what the word is i'm looking for too thick scold <laughs> well, that wasn't the exact word I was going for, but... Uh, I'm sorry, was that I, a little too harsh? Was that that, that might have been a little bit too much, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're real. Bottom line. Some are, some aren't. But over to the second story that I have out for us today... Okay. ...is build a problem. Everybody uh, knows about over the last seven days, another business that has been in the names of a lot of people's mouths is Build-A-Bear. <laughs> yeah. They had the obvious pay your, pay your age. Mm-hmm. I think it was last Thursday. Right. Sounded like an amazing program. Sounded awesome. Oh, heck yeah. Apparently everyone and their mother and child thought that. Yeah. So much so that many stores got shut down yes. due to safety concerns because the lines were so big they had to actually shut the lines down. Mm-hmm. Some of the lines were actually shut down before the stores even opened. Yes. Which is crazy. And uh, some malls even refused to have them open the Build-A-Bear that day. Like the rest of the mall was open, but Build-A-Bear wasn't. I did not realize that. I did know some of them closed before the store even opened. The line was already shut down. And other ones, (laughs) eventually all their lines got shut down. Right. Because it was such a good thing. All they offered back was, if you remember, they gave you a $15 voucher. If you've ever been to Build-A-Bear, 15 ain't shit. Well, no, it gets better. (laughs) Now they're doing a new program thanking people for such the overwhelming success of the pay your age day it's called count your candles so every year during your birth month you can go in and get something for your age okay sounds like a fair trade-off right sure okay well it's not okay (laughs) firstly you can't do any bear there is there like you were doing on the pay your age oh you can only do one bear and that is their new uh birthday treat bear Okay. Valued at $14. Uh, <laughs> also, maximum age for this program, 14. No minimum age, so you can still bring your one-year-old in there, but they can only do the birthday treat bear. 
and you can't be more than 14, which if the, on and the pay your age, I bet they you were all letting the everyone do it. are still extra. Like, you can't get the outfits for the bear. And they were letting nothing. you on the pay your age day be anybody. Maximum dollar amount was 29, but not age. They were letting everyone enjoy that. Right. Now they're doing it. You can only be 14 and under. No minimum age. Maximum age is 14. By the way, you can only do this bear. It's only valued at $14. So if I went that day, I'd be paying normal price anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just about, especially with Build-A-Bear. Sad. Now, they will get a couple extra things. They will get a special birthday heart ceremony, a birthday cake photo prop to take a picture with and with their new birthday just a treat prop. bear. You don't actually get the cake. A birthday sticker. Ooh. A birthday party hat. And Ooh. staff members will sing happy birthday, which I'm sure Aww. they are ever thrilled about. <laughs> to honor them, and while they're singing that, they get to let them ring the birthday bell. Woo, woo! I know a twelve-year-old would be so excited about ringing that bell. Not really. Now this new program was announced literally one day after the pay your age everything that happened. Fiasco, I think, is the safe word to call it. Okay, yeah, we'll go back fiasco. <laughs> I just thought I had to use fiasco so much with IHOP, Hop, Hop, whatever. I just looked it up a little bit. They had. In some stores, there was a seven-hour wait. There were lines that were over a mile long. In some stores, police were called Wow! to settle people down. It's this, a Build-A-Bear. Thank you. This is all – I just – it just had customers growling. Did you see what I did? The Build-A-Bear growling. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, um, but I did – I did look up that stocks actually went – down did they really yes i looked up on the nasdaq stocks went down how how far down did they go uh like, was uh, it a drastic no spike it or? was uh gosh i can't even remember it was like eight points i was just curious like how drastic of a of a drop it really was i mean the average bear there is fifty dollars and that's without getting yeah. it dressed or a hat or anything you wanted on it that's we took you, you there when stuff. you were a child yeah. I don't remember how much it was, but it was expensive I even back then. I want to say it was like $35, $40 when we were said and done, and this was about 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's only when we got was, Tiger Wolf. And it was <laughs> – exactly. And this is – I think it was like 35 to $40 once we got like the little hat or whatever that goes with right. it. Right. And again, this is 20 years ago mm -hmm. that we did this. Right. So the prices went up in 20 years. Yeah. So did this backlash hurt them? All I can say is, does a bear shit in the woods? Again, I did it twice. Yes. Not if it's a zoo bear. Okay, I guess not. The wooded area. What about a polar bear? Well, he does now with the, everything melting. So there. <laughs> Alrighty, that's, that's true. The deforestation <laughs> is also kind of kicking ass there. So, but no, that was. I just wanted to bring up that because it was such a big thing. Not only when it happened with the pay your agent, it was a great program. And I love oh, the yeah. idea, and I think they. Should find a way to redo it with a better. I understand they weren't expecting that much of a response. That's no. fine. That happens. Right. But just I feel like everything they're doing now is trying to be nice, but it's so it's so past that point. It's not even past that point. You could be nice. I think about it. The problem with it is I feel like everything is so backhanded. I just in think a way how people could not foresee what was going to happen and be oblivious. To the outcome is astounding to me. These people must not have children. I didn't think the outcome was going to be <laughs> as bad as it was. 
Not even what? I thought that. I knew it was going to be crazy and chaotic and insane. Do you know how many kids love? You loved going in there making your own bear. Oh, you yeah, must it's have been amazing. Four. I knew it was going to be a great thing. You loved it. All these kids love it. I have nieces and nephews who've been there. Loved it. And if you get to pay your age instead of the $50 oh, what the yeah. usual bear cost, I can't believe they didn't foresee this just going crazy. Like I said, I understand that they didn't foresee it as much, whatever. But I think it could be overcomable. The part that I am having a trouble with now is it seems like all of these things are just like little backhanded remarks of, oh, well, here's a $15 voucher. What the <laughs> fuck are you going to buy for $15? Oh, here's a Count Your Candles program. Okay, that would be a great solvent It did. To it. it sounded great. Have everyone be able to be a member during right. your birth month. We love the response. We want to be able to do this every year. During your birth month, you'll be able to pay your age. Oh, by the way, you can't be more than 14 Oh, by the way, we're only going to give you the one that's valued at $14. So what the fuck is it, a beanie baby? Yeah. <laughs> In a store like that, what is that? Exactly. Is it, it's going to be the size of an ant? And you know as well as I do, your kid's going to want clothes for that bear. Oh, you know what I mean? Of course. That's the part of the Yes, uh, that's the, the accessory part. And you those get to pick are the part you're get, it costs. Then you get to watch them stuff it, and then you get to dress yes. it. Yes. That is literally it's the part three of the stages build a bear of Build-A-Bear sensation. That is, that is it. Those are the three stages of Build-A-Bear. There's nothing else. Exactly. So I just, I find it's, everything was very backhanded as far as what they did with the whole $15. Oh, work. yeah. Oh, well, you can do County Candles, but. It made it sound so good. all of so these good. restrictions, when you really look into it, it's, it's yeah. just depressing. Yes. And I don't understand, like, how they, I don't think, I don't know if they're going to be able to come back to fully from everything. I don't think they're gonna. Until they I really redo, don't. Redo that, count your candles, or do, just do something. You have to do something in Because this is gonna leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth, so no one, now when parents, their kids come up and say, hey, I wanna go to Build-A-Bear, they're gonna be like, hmm, how about we go to such and such and pick out a stuffed animal? Yeah, pick just, out two I'm of them saying. over there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I love it. You know what that sound means? We're on our last clip. My last clip is bad taste in your mouth. That's right. Ten things to look for at a restaurant that mean they have bad safety practices. Dun, dun, dun. I'm looking at you, Travis Luckert. All right, I'm going all into right, his places right. and checking all these out. Number one, messy floors or tables or dirt in the dining room usually means dirt in the kitchen. Did you find that to be true? Uh, yes and no, depending on what time you're going in okay. and what kind of dirt are you talking about. Because if you're just saying that you walk in and there's a couple no, messy tables. I'm talking tables, like crusted stuff on the windows. I would agree with that, yes. Okay. Because you should have always have a great lobby and a great entrance into your place. Right. First now, impressions are a big thing. I, I make totally clear believe that. that. I promise you the kitchen can still be clean if you go in and all the tables are dirty. If it was just rush hour right. and all those tables and are filled up, with that. they may not have. Because I will say this a lot of times too. Depending on the amount of staff you have, sometimes you have enough staff and up front and you just send someone immediately go to lobby now. Mm -hmm. But other times, if you're trying to multitask, you have to make sure things are restocked and the kitchen's wiped down before you can get out to the lobby because in case another rush comes, exactly. you have to have stock. You have to be ready. So don't ever think that when you first walk into a restaurant and just because certain things aren't done or the floor might be sticky or that trash might be full – that it means it's overall dirty. I would say look a little more detailed than that. No, I'm talking like stuff that's truly crusted, crusted on food. Exactly. Right. If there's stuff like that, then I would agree 100% that probably means the kitchen is dirty as well. Yeah, you'll want to get at. I just I want to make it clear. Don't look in and you know, see one little crumb. Oh, that kitchen probably has crumbs right. too. That's probably not correct. But if you like you said, if you're looking in a little more detail and you're seeing like things that are crusted and things that are obviously haven't been touched in days, there's a good chance that kitchen's the same way. 
Yes. Number two, temperature of food. If you order soup, you want your soup hot. If you order a salad, you want your salad cold. Now, if your salad comes out and it's warm, or if your soup comes out and it's cold, chances are they ain't paying much attention back there in the kitchen. Yeah, that is probably also very true. However, mm -hmm. I do want to make this one thing clear because I've gotten this complaint from a customer before. Okay. They got a chicken salad. Okay. They got fried chicken on their salad, which we got chicken tenders. We cut them up. We would mm -hmm. toss them in buffalo sauce and put on their salad and give you like a little buffalo chicken salad. I love buffalo chicken salad. But anyway. Your <laughs> seller. Well, they came up complaining that their salad was warm, even though we served it in a chilled bowl in well, a refrigeration unit at work. It's going to be warm. So please... Because a couple pieces of lettuce are warm on top where the hot chicken was sitting, please don't come up and give a complaint because I don't care. Use common sense, people. And we basically told them as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing I can do to that. It's I gonna hate... be If you want cold chicken, I'll do that next time. But guess what? We gave you fresh chicken. My apologies. So just be careful because there are things like that. But no, I would agree. Always make you should always have hot food, hot, cold food, cold. And if anybody's been through any kind of I order safe soup or health a lot inspective. I hate it when my soup comes cold. No. Hate it. If they've been through any kind of food safety or surge safe or anything like that, mm -hmm. they're going to know all the temperatures. Exact temperatures. Temperature and the TDZ right. being that 41 to that 140 range is that TDZ where everything can grow. So yeah. your hot food should be above that 140. Your cold food should be below that 40. And number three, if your server is sick, if your server is visibly blowing his nose and sniffling and coughing. I mean, uh, uh, I think anyway, a real manager or boss should say, hey dude, I can't have you serving my customers like that today. Perhaps you should go home. I will tell you this, I wouldn't take that worth a grain of salt if they're sick. Mm, I don't know. I don't because want somebody here's multiple hands things. all around my food when they're nasty Multiple cold. points that I can bring up to this. One, say they're blowing their nose. Okay, maybe they have bad allergies. Oh, I Nothing agree. Nothing is contagious. I'm Nothing not is saying safe. like he's over in the side blowing his nose and then he washes his hands and all's good. I'm talking like somebody who's coming over to your table going, Hello, people. Welcome to whatever. Well, I'll tell you like this in allergy season. I sound like that sometimes. Okay. And I'm not sick. There's nothing contagious. There's nothing I'm doing different in my sanitation protocol. I it, guess you make a point. The point I is think of that point. I have allergies. I'm sorry. I'm going to sneeze a lot. My nose is going to run. There's nothing I can do. And I can also tell you this, depending on the high-up managers, mm -hmm. that floor manager you're looking at that day may not have the choice to send that person home because they may not be any other staff to bring in. And you can not You can only be in so many places at once. You have to have a minimum staff. Okay. And I can also tell you a lot of people will still show up to work and refuse to go home because they need their paycheck. Right. I can't afford, no matter how sick I am. As a manager, though, would you make somebody who's visibly sick, like, wash their hands more often and such? Yes. Okay. I would make them do that. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I definitely would make I sure I didn't even think allergy-wise, but you're right. But you're, I, you I are immediately right. think to allergies because I know I've gotten that. Right. Like, oh, you're sick. No, I'm not. I promise. Right. There's I, just I, there's too much pollen in the air. Exactly. I'm not going to miss two weeks of work every, or twice a year because my allergies are bad. I can't do that. Right. And I'll tell you this. I've been to work sick as a dog because I can't afford to miss work. I can't uh, physically afford to not get that paycheck of the 10, 12-hour day I was going to have. Okay. No, I, 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 I didn't think of that way, and you're pretty good there. But I will okay. tell you this. A good manager in the back, if you're sick in the kitchen, they just don't have you working on food and ready to eat. They'll have you doing dishes, stocking. Something so like that. So don't think 
like if it is truly a good establishment mm-hmm. and someone is sick and they're letting them work, they're letting them get a paycheck. Right. They are probably having them do different things, or they're probably having them take orders, serve food, do things that aren't touching and preparing the food. Ninety-five percent of the time, that's what they're going to have them do. They're just going to move them to a different spot where they can also do, still be working, still be just as still helpful, earning. Right. But, okay. Next one. If your water tastes off, they said it's a big clue. I kind of disagree with this one, and here's why. We used to have a joke when mm-hmm. I lived in Missouri. When you got water somewhere, is it fountain water or is it Warrensburg water? Had nothing to do with any of the establishments because if any of them used Warrensburg water, it tasted bad. Warrensburg had But if you are in a place where your water, water where your water tastes nasty, because I've you know, we've lived a lot of different places and some place water was good, some place it wasn't. Wouldn't you think as an establishment maybe you should bring in bottled water or those big jugs of water somehow? Now, I will say most of them probably have a soda fountain and they do have filtered water on them. Yeah, like that. That's what I would rather. Yes, I think that's what most places do. Okay, got it. Because in water bottles, I can do that, but I'm going to charge you. Oh, yeah, I can see that because you're, yeah. And then people get mad. I don't want to pay for a water bottle. I just want tap water. And then you give them tap water, and they're going, well, this is nasty. nasty. Well, I don't have any other kind of water. Yeah. I got a bottle, and I got a tap. Yeah. Okay. I get your point there. Okay, next one. I do one. agree the water shouldn't taste off. Like, I, I, I do understand the concept yeah, of that point. Yeah, I'm just saying I if really you live do. in a place where the water's nasty, perhaps you should <laughs> That's think why about it. I filtering. truly understand that point because that is it's just unappetizing. It, it is. And it has nothing to do with the food. And they sell so many filters that, that you can put on, like, water machines to make your water taste oh, yeah. better. I think you should go that Even route. Even we had a filter for the soda uh, machine right. when I was in Missouri because the water was disgusting. Yeah. So we even had, a, like, we doubled the filters that are usually on a soda machine. We kind of had, like, a second secondary set that it ran through before it went out to our lobby and drive through machines. Now, the next one is a big one for me because I normally get salads when I go out. So if your produce looks old, then they're not keeping up to the safety standards in the back. There's probably a good chance they're not rotating properly. Because I cannot stand when a salad comes out and my lettuce is brown or I just, I, I have major issue with that one. I could definitely say that. It usually means they're not rotating properly, mm-hmm. rotating their stock, making sure first in is first out. Uh, and I know a lot of places harp on waste, so people do try to use that to the last last little bit because they're scared yeah. they'll, get, they'll get yelled at and lose a job over wasting too much. And I also know that sometimes it's hard because when you order in, you're ordering on a truck, and I've actually had to throw an entire case of produce away before the day I received it. I had to send it back with that truck Ooh, it didn't even get off i sent it right back with him because it was already bad and right. already i'm like i'm not going to keep this this needs to be good for at least 72 hours until my next truck comes in and it's already shit yeah you can't exactly serve it Ugh. so i know that becomes a problem a lot too now granted there should be people stepping in and finding ways around that and you should either yeah. waste it or be able to return it back like i made that guy take it back and not charge me for it you know and give me a right. free one the next time However, you were without that pro- product, though. Exactly. Now I have customers yelling at me because I don't have a product. Right. Or now I'm trying to go replace that product with something that's not going to be up to the same standard. It's not going to be a, the same quality because I'm having to buy it from a local store and just hoping exactly. for the best. And now my cost is off because I'm getting it at a different cost. 
next one. So I know and that I be believe a, in this one as well. Produce can be a really big pain. I agree that it should never go out bad. Never. It, it just doesn't taste right. Produce no. has a very changes taste very and you quickly do compared eat to everything with your else. eyes first. So if you're looking at your salad and it's looking nasty, or if you're looking at, you know, if you get lettuce on your burger or your sandwich mm-hmm. and it comes out looking nasty, you're not gonna want to eat that. And your like whole I said, produce truly be does change in flavor. Oh yeah, probably the most drastically of just about anything. Mm-hmm. So I agree that it really does need to be watched on. But I could tell you this behind the scenes. Produce is a pain in the ass sometimes for ordering in trucks unless you have a really great company. <laughs> I can get that. The next one is a dirty bathroom. I hate <sighs> that. That I will say is a big, big pet peeve of mine because yes. a lot of businesses will have a super clean kitchen, a super clean dining room, and no one ever walks in the bathroom. And it is broken, mm. it is falling apart, and it is gross. It's nasty. I, I can't stand that dirty bathrooms. Passion. When you go in and you feel like you're dirty or coming out, that's nasty. Yes. I, I the one place I worked that I loved because the owner, uh, who is the one above me, also harped on cleanliness, which helped. Mm. And one of our big things was bath, and we made them yes. do a deep clean of the bathroom twice. Now I'm not saying there was not more checks throughout the day, but we made them actually get down, you know, mop, sweep, change, everything got to, twice man. a day. And then obviously the sporadic checks. Hey, when you go in, everybody knew if they were going to use the bathroom, do a quick check around, make sure. But twice a day someone specifically had to go in there, open that door, close it for clean, you know what I mean? Mm. Clean it, clean it, not spot, not, oh, this is out, let me change that, or, oh, no, let me pick this up off the floor, de-clean it twice a day, because it is. And, and you know how many compliments we got? I think mean, that was the number one thing we had compliments on there at that place was everybody was like, we kind of, your bathrooms are always so clean. Because As we well made they sure they be. cleaned multiple times a day, de-cleaned, and they were always checked on. Next one. If the staff looks like it's unkempt, no uniform or maybe uniforms but they're nasty looking i will agree with and that now 110%. i agree that you get food on your clothes which is you know I don't the reason the, you have i don't a even uniform. go for the nasty uniform if they can't be uniformed mm-hmm. or like that drives me crazy people without a hat drive me crazy and i like these little beard thingies that people have what are they called those little beard, beard, nets. beard nets i like those i like gloves i mean the whole no if you can look at a staff and know that they're not, they don't look put together, mm-hmm. or none of them are uniformed in the way they're dressing at all, I usually take that as a bad sign. And I, I, I don't right. like that. And I, I and do look headwear at that. I in the kitchen. Always have headwear in the kitchen. That's a big yes. pet peeve of mine. Oh, I agree. Okay. I kicked the flight chief out of my kitchen one time. They also said if you see a lot of flies or insects. Now, obviously, with doors opening and such, you're going to get some insects in oh, there. Oh, yeah. But we're talking like maybe gnats near the garbage can. It's time to change that garbage, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily look for if there's flies and gnats that there's a problem. I would look at if they're centralized over a location, that would start worrying me. Why are they all going over to a certain Sir, spot? I have a problem. that means letting probably something sit out too long that they're all starting to centralize in this one spot. That's what would frighten me, I think, more than just having flies and gnats. Like, I think I get over that. I think what would frighten me is if I start seeing them, like, you know, I have been to a place before where you sit down in the booth and you look at the windowsill and there were dead flies. That's, I, I hate sorry, that, that yes. once a week. You just don't want to touch it. You, you don't, don't have want to be next day, to but it. But if you clean your windowsill once a week, it'll never look too bad. Oh, nasty. I promise. It's All right. not difficult because that is that. that that's yeah, nasty. I've had next that one, dirty utensils. Now, obviously, remember. there's going to be some spots on stuff with dishwashers, but I'm... I, I no, don't like I dirty, dirty utensils. utensils. Yes. And Crusted on food. Do not bring it up to me if it's a water spot. 
That's no. not dirt. That's water. Go away. Right. But no, no I mean like dirt is on. disgusting. Yes. Like when it is an honestly dirty utensil that is I hate that. And the last one. When they don't understand your food allergy, you should walk out the door. Yes, yes, When yes, you ask somebody yes. about their food, like, my husband's a diabetic, so if I go in and I say, is this dish high in sugar? I want you to be competent enough to say, well, it has, it's average, or, you know, you, you give something, not, um, uh, I don't know, I'm going to have to check that out. You know what I mean? And if you don't know... Go check it out, please. Yes. Go get someone that does, because then that's fine as well. I have no problem if you come in, hey, I'm a silly, I can't do that. Does this have any gluten in it? You know what? I am not 100% sure. Yes. Let me let go me, look. Let me double check for you. That's fine. That is still exactly. knowledgeable. That is still, oh, I know exactly what you're talking let me, let me look at that. Make sure you change your gloves. Make sure you do things for your food allergies. Right. Because that it's is important. very important people for people. That. Yes. Now, I will say this on the flip side, too. I hate people that go in and lie about food allergies just to get a certain way. Oh, yeah, or to get their food fresh. They think that's a way to get their food fresher. Okay. I will tell you this. I don't know about all restaurants. One of the more um, – it was close to a fast food style establishment I was at at that point in time. But the fries, people would ask for them unsalted. Mm -hmm. I'll let you know, a little behind-the-scenes secret, 90% of the time you're going to get the oldest fries up there. Wow. We will not cook you fries because that – that's more annoying and harm than good if you're just trying to come through and I want fresh fries. I, I make them unsalted. You think that's a little trick? You're not going to get good service. No, but there are people like my brother Troy who you has who's in a low sodium diet. And you can tell because people order low sodium food and a meal right. that's low sodium, right. not everything high. And then I want fries with no salt because I want my fresh. Yeah, that's not a hack. I promise you. That'll get you worse service than anything else. It That'll get you fries just thrown like back in the fire, fry the salt off, and then they'll put them out on a plate for you. All right. Well, that's what I got in <laughs> bad taste in your mouth. What's your extra? My extra today is the reboot reunion that seems to be going on recently. Oh, gosh, Most yes. recently with Rugrats is coming back out yes. to TV. They are having a 26-episode first season overseen by the original creators and producers. Yes. So it should still have the same style i loved feeling not only are they already scheduled for a 26 episode first season reboot they actually have a new live action slash cgi film coming out november 13th of 2020 i heard that other things that have been getting rebooted over the last year or so we got the full house yes full house. house i watched we have, it we have teen titans yeah. got a reboot powerpuff girls got a reboot <laughs> double dare most yes. recently got a reboot as well. I love that show. Rocco's Sorry. Modern Life got a reboot. Rocco's Modern Life. Daria got a reboot with a new yeah. show called, I think it's Daria and Judy now or something. But I didn't ever like well. Daria. My, my, what I want to know, is the opinion-wise, is are we going too far with the reboots? Oh, yeah. Okay. So are we not doing I'm enough? Sure. Are they worth it? Are they good? Are they bad? How have they turned out? Because I can tell you out of the list that I read, the Full House reboot, I think was actually good. People think it's too cheesy and it wasn't funny, but I think if you ever watched the original the one, original it was just show as was cheesy just the same. and yes. horrific of a writing style, but I think it stayed true It was true cheesy. To it. it was meant to be cheesy and cute, like a Brady Bunch style. But I think it stuck to the Full House, and I think it was a good mm -hmm. reboot. Now, you have like Teen Titans and Powerpuff Girls that did reboots, and I think both of them tanked horribly and were horrific Yes. adaptations of the originals yes so it's just kind of you know the back and don't forth don't change blossom 
So it's just like the back and forth of, you know, are they good, are they bad, are some good, some bad. I want to know what is your opinion on if it's worth it, are we doing too many of them? Like, what's going on with the whole I reboot personally reunion going on? I think you should leave it go. Rugrats was awesome. I thought it was a damn cute show. Oh, yeah, it ran for still, was it, 14 years. Yes, I still remember. Feed them tofu. Remember, that was Rugrats. Yeah. Anyway. I think it ran for 14 years and nine, like, and it took nine seasons over that 14 years or something like that. Yeah, it's okay to let it go. Let it be in the 90s. You know what I mean? And start something new. If you still have all the same producers and all, start something different. Maybe you can make about, magic again. What about you don't have to, to do take the old the show and the do Rugrats it. Because now all those children in the 90s, like myself, now our generation is starting to have kids. And what if we want to be able to show them that same joy that we got coming out oh, now? Oh, please. You can, you can go back and watch any show possible. They have it so all. So you're trying on... to say it's not worth it to have that new no. Rugrats out for the kids that the mm -mm. parents can watch with I think them. have something new for them. I think... It's, I think we're rebooting too much. I don't understand why we have to. It was a good show, or if it was a great show, let it go. Now, some shows are better because I like, like, Fuller House didn't do the same thing. They had the kids growing up, and their children now. So that was a little different. That was a little different take on and it. I but a lot of the shows that are out are exactly the same that they were. And I think that's what Daria and Judy are doing as well, actually. I think that's how they're, like, rebooting I Daria. I never liked Daria. Though. I'm not saying you have to like the show itself, but I think that's how their reboot is working as well. I think they're doing Daria and Judy and kind of, like, you know, further advancing, like, not necessarily doing the exact same thing, but taking that same show and advancing it into where it's at now. I did read there were a lot of reboots coming, and they're going to use kind of the same thing, though, and I don't... Like they have a new 24 coming out. You were a big fan of 24. Really? It's called 24 Legacy. So it's going to be gonna different. Be I don't think he is. Mm. So it is going to be a little different. So that one might work for me. But you're going to have shows coming out like Charmed. It's going to go along the same premise. Not the same people, but the same premise. I don't know. I mean, I'm I just don't thinking like let it go. People. I think a reboot could be done. I don't know if it's with the same people. Right. But I don't think it can be done with different people. And they're coming out now with game shows are also rebooting. I have Deal or No that. Deal is coming back out. It's going to have a different, it's not going to be Howie as the, the announcer guy. I didn't realize it ever left, honestly. I never was oh, big yeah. in Deal or No Deal. And uh, recently, that $1,000 or $100,000. $10,000 Yeah, that one came back out with yeah, Michael I Strahan. I saw that's back out. I haven't seen it yet, yes. but I did see that I see. Back I out. think it's okay with game shows, too, because they're totally I know completely Match Game is just coming back out, and I cannot wait to go actually get to watch some of the episodes because I loved Match Game. Oh, yeah. So to be able to see Alec Baldwin host Joker's really Wild came back out. I oh, love yep. that. Joker's Wild with Snoop Dogg. Amazing. Yes. I have gotten to see a couple episodes of that. Love them like all. I'd like to take it and go up. It's different than that Yeah, one. I know, but I still that like shark, it. Uh, oh, Card Sharks. Card Sharks, that you're right. Thinking of, and they also, which would be awesome to see again. They also redid the one with the little gremlin guys that came out, and if you got three of them. Oh, whammy. That's it. No whammies, no whammies. Again? Stop. Yeah. Or is this the, the reboot that was like in 2004 or 5? Yes, it was that reboot. Okay, I thought they did another one. I was no. like, really? Because no, I, I know exactly what you're So right. I'm no okay whammy, with game no shows whammy. doing Stop. reboot because it's, you know what I mean? It's different every time anyway. I'm yes. okay with that. There's some reboots that were going to come out, but they've already canceled them because people are like, yeah, no. Just leave it where it was. Like, A-Team was going to come out as a reboot. Really? Already canceled. Cagney and Lacey were going to come out as a reboot. Already canceled. I don't think I know that one. Cagney and Lacey was older. They were two lady detectives. It was a really good show. i got to be honest with you. 
I don't see that one's not ringing a bell. A team, I of course know. I've seen. Yeah. So, but they're not coming back out. And there are some other shows that are coming out, like Bewitched. Now that one might be actually good because that one was done in what the fifties. Uh, well, I mean, you had the original. The, Bew- the original was in the fifties. Then you had the uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Bewitched. That was kind of wasn't it similar? Sabrina the Teenage Witch wasn't it similar? It, to Bewitched not really. Not? Okay. So that one might be worth watching because that'll be totally different because 50s up till now, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I, I thought that well, one would Dr. be Who, worth Dr. a watch. Who took a break from, what was it, the 70s or 80s all the way until the 2000s when right. it rebooted and it's been going on ever since. You know, it's again now been on for another 15 seasons on the second run. And they said that uh, Clarissa Explains It All is making oh, a reboot. Oh, I actually did see something yes. about that, that. It is possible that they were talking about Clarissa Explains It All might come out. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I thought that show was cute. I do But I don't know if I'm going to like the re-show because there's not much you can do. What, are you going to have another Clarissa-type person talking yeah, to the know. camera and writing in the journal? Well, that's already been done. That's all I'm saying. Enough rebooting. Let's come up with some original. That's all. Is there anything original left, though? <laughs> There's got to be. I thought the uh, – I'm a huge horror show fan, and I thought that genre was gone because there's no new ideas, right? And then Saw came out. Totally blew me away. Saw came new out ten concept. more times. Yes, and they did that <laughs> too much. See what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, no, yeah. took it too far. But no, I do remember when that, that concept, you know, was, whoa, it's yes. finally a new horror movie, a, a new, new horror idea. concept, yes. And I loved villain, it. So I think they are out there, but you, they got to be found. Like, Purge, totally new concept. Loved it. Yeah, Purge is great. That's what I'm saying. You got to just come out with these new concepts, man. They're out there. People just got to think of them. And quit giving us the same old, same old. I would definitely agree with that. I do want to know from the listeners this week. I have one. This is going to be like the question of the week that I want to ask. Right. I want to ask, what is your opinion on the reboots? Okay. And it's going to be a three-part question. What is your opinion on it? Is mm-hmm. there too many? You know, is it worth it? Is it not? I want to know what reboot is your favorite that has worked, and what is your least favorite? Got it. Or at least one or the other type. Thing. I'll tell you my least favorite right now. Do you watch? I don't know if you watched the original MacGyver. No, I never really did. Uh, what was his name? Something Dean Anderson. I know exactly it what you're talking about. It was awesome. I loved that show. It didn't help help or hurt that the guy was gorgeous. They did a reboot. It sucked. Okay, just saying. I think my favorite reboot ever was Whose Lines It Anyway. No, oh, I love Whose Line, yes. That went away for a couple years. I was super sad. Yeah. And they came back, and I was nervous because I like mm-hmm. Aisha Tyler. Yes. But I was like, I just I don't know if I can watch anybody that's not Drew Carey anymore. Like, I just got attached to her. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just don't know. And then I started watching it, and it worked out. I like Aisha. And it, I, it works out to be just as funny mm-hmm. as it was. Like, it, it didn't miss a beat. And I was like, nope. okay, it's fine. I was just so nervous. And it's not because I didn't like her. I actually like what she's in, and I like what she does. Yes. I think she's a hilarious lady. So I was like, okay, they got a good cast, but can I watch it with someone that's not Not Drew, Drew Carey. Carey, right. That's the problem. Can I watch someone that's not Drew sitting behind that desk? And then turns out, by the end of the first episode, I was like, yep, yeah, I can. I can do that. I can do that. She is, yep, mm-hmm. Yeah, it took me <laughs> all of one episode to realize I can. Well, I think that was that is awesome. I had a yep. lot of fun oh. this week. I truly did. I do want to give a quick shout-out. We did get some new listeners in this last week. Hoo-hoo. Quite possibly the furthest listeners so far. We have new listeners out in Colorado this week, out in yeah. the Denver area. Go, so, go, Mile High. No, that's, that's Mile High, right? Yeah, it's Mile yeah, High. okay, I'm right. Denver's I'm Mile good. High. Geography is not my high for you, but Denver is. <laughs> no, there is. So we do want to give a quick shout out. We're uh, so awesome to hear that. You know, that's 
definitely reaching out there. That's yeah. great, great, great. I think it's awesome. Amazing. Please, again, from a business perspective, please, please, please go on to iTunes and give us some stars and a comment. Yep. I don't care what they yep, are. Yep, I yep, really yep. don't. Yep. And I do also want to hear you on Facebook and on Twitter. I don't care, but if you want to give five, go ahead. Go ahead and tweet us. <laughs> Tell us about the reboot reunion thing going on. Mm-hmm. Put it on our Facebook page. These Tell us what you know. hate to see when you walk into a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Say, I you just... know what gets on my goat? Say it. We've been doing this now for a month officially. Mm -hmm. We come down and we sit and we bullshit for, oh, roughly an hour, a little bit yep. more. I want to be able to have that same conversation with y'all throughout the week online. Yes. I want to bring that into these episodes. I truly do. I appreciate all the feedback we've gotten so far, all the likes, all the right. follows. They I want to start a pack of people us. called the Kinfolk. I, I love I do. That. I truly do. And if I you want to be a Kinfolk, write and tell us. Yes, and I, I do eventually uh, plan on setting up a Patreon to help us out and all. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we'll definitely have some it's special things coming. It's only going up from here, people. We, we're definitely going to be doing some special things for those kinfolk mm -hmm. that come out and join us. And I just, I want to make you know, make it known that we truly want this atmosphere of communication. And I just think I went the whole episode without snorting. I have to, I have to read. When I when edit, you edit it, we'll determine. Because <laughs> you were right before the episode, so I got to yeah, see. Yeah, it was maybe right before, that but that was, that was that was gone. <laughs> that was right before I snorted. Thank you as always Love for you. listening to Relative Reaction. I had a blast again yep, this yep, week. Yep. I truly did. Spade, Please remember to neuter your pets and uh, some of your relatives. Well, most, well, of most of them.